Welcome to Blue Eyes and Lady Redhead, where we'll be diving into the thoughts and humour of the mysteries of life, our spontaneous views on mental and physical health, and everything else in between. Welcome to Blue Eyes and Lady Redhead. Why are you giggling? I just love saying that word. It never gets old. I'll probably be saying it until I'm old man. I know. Yes. Um, right, so let's get straight on with it, shall we? Yes, we're talking about back to what was a pretty privilege. Pretty privilege. Yes. We um, recorded an episode a while back about a woman's dilemma mm. in life and the things women face on a daily basis. Yeah. We more tied it into the negative, the toxic traits that men do and how it makes women feel, didn't we? Yeah. Um, it was actually a very good episode, but I spoke a bit too openly on it and mm. I didn't feel comfortable to publish it. Yeah. So um, we are taking away a little bit um, of something we did speak about in that episode, which was pretty privileged. Mm-hmm. And we're going to turn it into a full episode. Yes, yes. It's, it's quite um, in-depth things we talk about because there's so many spectrums to looks and how people treat you and behave around you. And just my observations and your observations and how we see our friends, our family and ourselves change with the change in whatever it could be, our clothes. It could be uh, the makeup that you wear as a woman or how you do your hair and how people treat you. Yeah, I think obviously we always talk about relationship dynamics between male and females. Mm. So we will be, as much as sometimes we t- we say to each other, don't we, before this um, episode, yes. we're like, we're going to try and stay away from that type of topic. But yeah. it is very interesting. And there's a lot of stuff we can speak about in terms of pretty privilege yeah. and how men maybe treat and view women who look a certain way. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of cool because we can listen to Noel's side of things. Yes, um, and yours too. But like, you know, when you say it's relationships, this is more of a superficial level, right? Yeah. So it's more of before anybody talks to you, it's what their impressions are of you and how they perceive you just based off your image. Exactly. So I guess as well, that could be even like in a workplace, like if you're standing and you're like, for example, in customer service, um, straight away when that person walks up to the desk, they're going to have a feeling they've already kind of decided what kind of person you are just by the way you look. Yeah, yeah. Um, which can be a good thing and it can be bad. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that mm-hmm. in depth. Definitely. Um, I kind of want to get Noel's side of things, firstly, because I find, like, a lot of women want to know what is going on inside males' heads. Yes. Because us women are a little bit more open about how we feel and what we think about things. Mm. So we're always trying to get inside you guys' heads. Yeah. So when you're approaching, because we're talking pretty privilege, mm. an attractive woman, mm. what are the thoughts that are going through your head? I know you can't speak on behalf of all men, but... Well, actually, I can speak on behalf of men and also what women tell me as well. So I, I always try to gauge both spectrums of things. But obviously some of the way you think is going to be slightly different. Because oh, it is. Definitely. I speak yeah, to yeah. men like my age as well, and it mm. is a little bit different to how you think as well. So, yeah. you know, it's not. this isn't how all men think, but it's a good insight. Yeah, well, uh, when I talk about men, we easily penalise women based off their looks. It's we create a false narrative in our head on what the woman is. We... Deep down, we want to be the, the the knight on the on the horse with his shining armor. He comes and he saves the damsel in distress, and it's that that kind of balance of us being the strong, masculine, muscly man that comes around, and the woman needs our help. She needs to submit to us. It's all about the the image, right? So if a woman is you know she's got nice. Again, with visual creatures, she's got very soft, delicate hair, soft skin. You know, she's got lipstick on. She's she's got eyelashes. She's blinking away at us. <laughs> it's like we're kind of pretty much like the deer in their headlights. You know, we're just yeah. like stuck in a gaze, and we think we know what to say and how to act in the beginning stages when we're young. But then we're just like, uh, we've got drool come down. About. <laughs> Do you know what? This is so true because, like, no matter how old men get mm. i feel like they're always gonna like drool over a pretty gal pretty much yeah like you can you can tell and also you don't have to be super attractive like i've been at the desk before and i've seen my colleague ellie at the desk before and men approaching mm. 
and they just suddenly go these and you look at them and you think now you are a confident guy what is going on here and you can see them stumbling over their words they're yep. getting flushed in the cheeks and you're like what is going on here it's even again like even my age there are just i mean i think i've been with just about every type of woman um so it's not more of just the looks, uh, aesthetics looks anymore. It's more of the personality that I search for. So again, yeah, you're we, talking about what you search yeah. for. But going back to what I just said, yeah. like what is going through a man's head well, when the, they're doing the that? The thing is, like what I was trying to say is, um, back in the past, for myself and a lot of men, even still, I hear the same from the same thing. Is for me when I get older, I look deeper within the woman rather than the outside. So on a superficial level, that's what only what a man sees. We don't see what's going in within right we don't actually ask questions open questions actually understand the woman we just automatically assume in our head narrative that she's this person and she's got to be our girlfriend or a potential mm. lover and we just we don't listen so when we're looking we we love with our eyes but we don't love with our ears yeah i actually seen this um thing they did and it said that men actually feel fall in love faster mm. than women do. Yeah. <laughs> and that's because men, I think, are more visual creatures. That's true. So yeah. they see something in their eyes, because also it is a little bit of personal preference. Yeah. And in their eyes, it's this beautiful, most attractive girl they've seen, mm. and they think they're in love. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. So yeah, as I was saying, like I understand you're saying like, Things change over time. Maybe as you get older, beauty isn't as blinding anymore. But like I said, when men are stumbling over their words and they're trying to talk to an attractive girl, what is going through your head at that at that time? Well, actually, not much. Um, like I said, the deer in the headlights, or um, we just were like blinded. Uh, women, again, I speak to a lot of women as well. But they, like, is it is it like you're thinking? you're worried you're going to mess it up no, but that, or does it just subconsciously happen like that but the thing is guys again you hear when she's when georgia speaks from a woman's mind us guys when we stand in front of a beautiful woman a, just a drop dead gorgeous woman there's nothing going through in our in our head that's why we stumble on our words exactly we don't we're not confident speakers when we're right in front we in our head we have a game plan like what am i going to say am i going to crack a joke what kind of joke am i going to use you know Am I gonna look at her? Do I need to make, make maintain constant eye contact? I need to, I need to do that. And then when you walk in, you stand right in front of you, of oh, a beautiful woman. You're like, uh, what was I gonna say? <laughs> no, see, there we go. That answers the question. Because yeah. we we want to know, like, what is that all about? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you're saying, like, you go in, you have the intentions to do and act a certain way, and mm. it just all it goes just out falls the window. Apart. Yeah, it's like it's it's we we have a war room. We have our schematics set up. We, 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 we know what we're going to do. We've been planning it for months. And then when it's game time and we stay in front of the woman, boom, everything just goes out the door. Yeah. No, I like that. Sorry. As you can tell, like the dynamics between me and Noel, obviously male, female, yeah. I think different ways to how Noel does. So sometimes I feel like I'm trying to ask a certain question mm. and I feel like Noel doesn't quite understand the question. Mm. So I'm not, he knows I'm not being rude by interrupting and stuff. It's just, I'm trying to get the answer or, you know, the advice to whatever I'm asking for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I so leading on from that, that's really interesting. Now talking about that, mm. I think that can com come across in the end as quite negative, mm. because let's say you are blinded by the beauty of this gal, yeah, and then you do get into a relationship with this gal, yeah. Now what goes on in a man's head does that begin to fizzle yes yes um there's only so much sex before we start but after sex the pillow tour we start listening to what she says or the fact that she's not willing to listen now to i want to butt in again because yeah. i've noticed i don't know if the listeners notice but you do tie everything about sex yeah which i understand is an important part mm. obviously but I think actually if you spoke to some other men, like there are other stuff as well. Obviously sex is hugely important yeah. and guys have a lot of test, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, um, you know, a guy can also enjoy, there's a reason why you have sugar daddies that don't want to have sex with pretty women. They just want to take a pretty woman out and be sat with her having dinner. Yeah. So it's not just about sex. But this is the thing that guys, 
um, this is my job to tell not just you but Georgia as well why there's sugar daddies and why they have girls, younger girls by their side. This is more of a status thing. No, of course, but I'm saying like there's also men that also do secretly want that fairy tale ending and they just love being in the company of a beautiful woman who they love. Yeah. It's not just they want to, obviously they're going to want to have sex with her all the time, mm. but they also enjoy taking her out for dinner and chatting to her, looking at her, finding her so beautiful. Yeah. Like there's other aspects as well. So I don't, I'm just saying, I don't think it's necessarily about the sex dying down. Yeah. You know, there's other factors to it. Of course, you know, like I said, but the, the whole night, on the, the the nine of shining armor, he wants to come and save the damsel. Exactly. Yeah, the, we, we in the narrative in a man's head, we want to play that and. Yeah, that's like what I'm saying. Jane, George is saying about me, a man taking a woman out, courting her, and showing her a good time, and listening to her, and being chivalrous and all that stuff. Yeah. Yes, we love that. We do. We do love that. Exactly. Yeah. So I just wanted you to get into that a little bit because I do feel like you do end up saying about the sex thing a lot. Yeah. Which is just as in, I understand. Yeah. But let's look at it from different sides here as well. Yeah. So you, do you want you, you're talking about the process of a man taking the woman out the courting process before before the sex? Yeah. So yeah. we're saying, does the beauty fizzle out? Kind of what what happens? Is this guy paralyzing her, and then he sees that okay, this is real life, this is reality. Yeah. And then kind of what goes on, like. Yeah. I mean, he, he shows her a good time. He he also wants to talk about his life as well and he wants her to listen um, and if she listens because there's, there's a thing about femininity it's a nurturing energy and when a man's working long hours 80 hour weeks I know it's guy to do that um, when they finish work they just want to take go out for a nice dinner have a nice steak and have a woman nearby that you know it's going to nurture him and that's that's a powerful thing again not talking about sex now we're just talking about company but it's a very powerful thing when a woman is nearby nurturing him, giving that nurturing energy. And it's very it's very disarming for a man because we're always in a, a fight or flight state of mind. We have to fight the outside world. We have to fight the dragon, right? Mm. And then when we're around a beautiful woman who smells nice, looks nice, she's very delicate, soft in her voice, and she just wants to listen and then just hold the man. It's It's a... Powerful there we go. Now you're more on my track. Sometimes Noel gets into this cycle in his head. It's like he's reading a script. He knows it. We've spoke about this. Yeah. And it's like a script in his head and it leads from this to this to yeah, this. Guys, and it's the answer I've written, to everything. I've written a like, lot of scripts in my head. So. I'm like, come on. Uh. <laughs> shut up. It's not just like that. So that's, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I obviously understand sex is an important part, but yeah. I think also a lot of men just want to be around a beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. Now you're saying that delicate femininity, all of that, men love that coming yeah. home from a hard day. Yeah. Now I asked you if that changes yes. and I think I know your answer. Yes. <laughs> so what happens? Mm, well, again, what we don't want is a combative woman. I mean, I, when, I, when I say we, I mean every guy I've come across in my lifetime, again, we're outside, fighting the outside world and I mean, if... We're, uh, we're footing the bill. So let's just say that we're the provider, we're playing the provider role, and w which means we have to work ridiculously more long hours and maybe we're in a stressful job. We don't want to come back to a combative girlfriend or wife or whatnot. And if it is, it just further pushes us away. And this is, again, this is when we come home, it's our sanctuary and we want nurturing energy. And I'm obviously not saying that every guy is, is right if there's a situation where a woman is unhappy and she's not heard yeah then again because again i've seen both sides of the story yeah there's a problem in his hand and he's not uplifting his end of the bargain yeah there's also got to be a degree of com um, um what's, what's the word i'm looking for compromise yeah and I've... a woman's got to understand that as well if the guy is paying for the bills and he's taking out dinners and he's maybe footing the most of the rent there's also got to be like you gotta understand that as well yeah, I feel like maybe what you're trying to say and looking at it from a woman's angle is us women, there is a thing, as we know, of getting into toxic relationships. Mm. And that is not okay. You yeah. don't let the man walk all over you. Yeah. Don't let a man, when you're trying to speak up for yourself, say, oh, you're just being a woman, you're just nagging. That is 
I hate to use this word, but that is gaslighting. Yeah. Okay, so we need to be aware of that. But I guess at the same time, on the other side of it, it's about knowing when to step into your femininity yeah. and knowing when to use that masculine energy, as they say. Yeah. Picking the right times for that. Yeah, and, and, and again, my experience and a lot of guys' experience as well. Ladies, if you see a man, he's agitated and he's, he's had a hard day, maybe you can ask him a question. But if he doesn't want to talk about it, don't ask him. And again, we're, we're talking about image, right? So it's not just about being good looking and, and treating that person differently. It's also if they're not looking too good. <laughs> if they're looking like crap, they're tired, they've got bags on their eyes, they've worked long hours, the best thing you can do is be there for them. Okay, so stepping it back to pretty privilege. Mm. Do you feel like, because we can talk about it in that situation, uh, pretty women, they are let off more with certain things. Do you feel like men are more likely to come back to them? So let's say there a man and a woman is in a relationship. Yep. The woman is extremely beautiful. They started off really good, but things start to go downhill. Um, maybe let's just say in this incident, the woman's not treating the man how the man wants to be treated, right? Yeah. So they break up. Yeah. Do you think that sometimes being pretty, that man wants to come back to you? Yes, this is where it comes into, again, this is, this is a harsh reality and a lot of women don't re want to realize this. This is where you come a side piece. As yeah. simple as that. You come part of the guy's rotation and he will never, you never make you a man I do agree in that. If you're not willing yeah. to be the woman that he wants you to be it's, it, again it takes hard work not just for your looks but it's the your personality and your character within i do as agree well. and i the reason i think that is because the man was attracted to you from the start like the man's attraction for you never necessarily went it's just maybe personality wise mm. you didn't get on yeah. so when you break up it doesn't mean that the man's not attracted to you anymore yeah. which can also mean he still wants to have sex with you now this is when sex does come into it like that man doesn't want to be with you anymore and he knows he doesn't see a future with you but he still wants to have sex with you yeah and and it, this, the thing is we're talking about pretty privileged georgia do you agree that a lot of women because they're very beautiful that they spend the whole life of their dating life based off their looks and what they bring to the table is just their looks yeah definitely and i think going back to what we just said because of their looks and because they're getting attention from men sometimes us women we don't know how to separate the difference between that being good um, attention and yeah. bad attention yeah. so we get stuck in that cycle of keep going back to someone who has no intentions of being with us long term yeah. but we're like, well, he must like me because he still wants to come around to my house this night and that night and see me here and then. Mm. Um, so you get stuck in that cycle because you think they like you, but they're using you for sex because they are attracted to you. Do you, do you, like, I just see the correlation between the both, right? About man seeing a woman for the first time and he's just like blinded and he's not thinking straight. But then for a woman, like you said, she, in her head, she's created a narrative that he, he loves her for what? She is, but not what her body brings to him. So he's just he's just there reaching out to her for a booty call. But she, in her head, she's like, he wants my booty, but he wants me as well. Well, yeah, because we actually made an episode about what does a female desire? Mm. Like, we want to be desired. Yeah. So when a man is really wanting to come over, it's, it's, at the end of the day, it's physical contact, isn't it? And we all crave that. Yeah. So when a man is reaching out and they're wanting to come over and sleep with you or cuddle you and be near you, it makes a woman feel desired. Yeah. Um, and then we get stuck in that cycle and we're reading it the wrong way. Yeah. It's, um, it's the, the biggest burden a woman has is she's born with beauty. And because she's born with beauty, again, I've, I've spoken to a lot of women, a lot of women don't want to admit it. Women, and on the spectrum of things, are more beautiful than men. It's just how, whatever God created us, your superpower is your beauty. And it's a lot of women lead off that and they make it their whole life just to mm -hmm. look good. And the thing is, right, I've seen it and I've experienced it. She doesn't want to put the work in, so it's easy for her to replace that guy with another guy. But the only problem is, most of the guys that she replaces that good guy with are guys just wanting her body. But the guy that she didn't want to put the work with, he was trying to invest himself into her. He was trying to put the work in, but she wasn't meeting him in between. 
and then it's easy for her to replace him with other guys who just want her for the body based off her beauty. Do you agree with that, Georgia? I understand what you're saying, but I think that's just how men think. And me and you speak about this. Sometimes you guys are very stuck in your box mm. and you're not looking at the bigger picture that a lot of the time I do feel that society and men have made women feel like that. Mm. Um, and the reason I say that is yeah. because men do sexualize women a lot and it does still go on not as much but it does um and then you guys <laughs> you guys are kind of like acting as if we're choosing to be like that it's like that look because i'm trying to think of an example right it's like the whole do you know when women wear little booty shorts to the gym right yeah genuinely women wear them because it makes them feel good yeah um and when you feel and look good, you do train better. Yeah. I've heard a lot of women say that. Yeah. And also because a lot of the other workout clothes that are made for us are tight, like leggings that stick to you. So sometimes it's hot and you just want to wear a pair of shorts in the gym. Yeah. And men will look at that and they do, this does still happen. And they'll say, oh, that woman, do you think she's wearing those tight shorts? So like men like, look, do you think she knows that you can see her underwear through those shorts and yeah. stuff? And you are sexualizing her and putting this whole re own, your own reality in your head, which isn't what that woman is trying to do. Yeah. So like that is made up in a man's head but that's not what the woman is trying to do. Yeah. It's, you see, it, guys, like, this is where I'm going to cut in. She, Georgia, I, I agree with that, her sentimentals. I've actually heard from other women as well. But then she, Georgia and other women, if you listen to us as, as well, remember, God, that we're visual-based creatures. And because we learn with our eyes, it creates that narrative in our head. So if we see something which is going to gauge our emotions visually and we see something, it's just how the male mind works. Like, again... There are guys who can control and obviously apply logic in the situation. It doesn't always have to be sexual why the girl is dressing like that as well. But that narrative just seeps into our head because our hormones, everything just dictates where our mind goes. Yeah, of course. But then don't be like, this is just how it is. Like, control it. Men yeah. need to take responsibility and control that. Yeah. And don't turn around to a woman, woman and say... And tell her is and ask her is this why you're wearing shorts mm. like that? Because you want men to look like no. There's a, a lot of channels I, I I listen to them as well. The manosphere they don't really talk about this stuff. They talk very one sided as well. And the thing is, uh, women don't really maybe they do open up, but guys choose not to listen as well. But as a man, you should understand both spectrums of things like what goes through a man's mind and what goes through a woman's mind as well. And what Georgia told me, she's, I'm still learning from Georgia. I'm still learning from other female friends on, you know, why they do certain things. And it's not always what men perceive it as, as well. Yeah, definitely. I do find, and this is just something I want to put out there because I feel like other women can relate. Men do make up their own little scenarios in their head as to what a woman is doing. Mm. And I'm like, I've heard a man say to me before, oh, she wasn't like looking at me in the eyes and like she was a bit sheepish. Like I reckon she was nervous to talk to me. And I'm thinking, <laughs> to me, that sounds like she didn't want to talk to you and she was trying to get out of the situation not that she was nervous to talk to you yeah. do you know what i mean and i just think sorry i'm like spitting at the microphone she's there. spitting on the mic <laughs> she's salivating lips no but i just think like come on like if you hear that out loud that's ridiculous isn't it mm. like try and see the bigger picture like it's not that a woman is nervous to talk to you and she's wearing this for you sometimes she doesn't want anything to do with you yeah yeah <laughs> um and I think going back to pretty privilege, when you see a pretty girl that looks good and she presents herself well, I do think men still think that that is for them and that's not always the case. Well, I mean, okay, we're talking about men. But let's flip the switch now. What about women and women? Why do women, because I've already heard it a million times, so I want you to explain it. Why do women dress up to other women as well. Why? What is? Is there a bit of showboating going on? Oh, 100%. Like, we actually spoke about this in another podcast before. And it goes back to, I mean, you know it best. You taught me this stuff from the start. Mm. It goes back to that competition. Like, at the end of the day, survival of the fittest. Yeah. If you look the best, have the best genetics and stuff, men are going to want to mate with you and create babies with you and so on and so on. Yeah. 
Um, so although it doesn't have to go that deep, women want to look the best. Women want to look the best in the room. Yeah. When women are looking around, and I don't care what any of you women say, because subconsciously you will think like this, unless you've worked really hard to not be in this place, subconsciously you'll find yourself looking around the room and looking at different parts of a woman, what she's wearing, how her hair is, and then you're thinking, oh, should I do my hair like that? Oh, her nails, maybe I should have gone that colour. Do you know, you're always like comparing and being really competitive. Like if you're in a room, right, with your partner, you're sat in a restaurant, you're opposite your partner, I don't care what you women say, you are looking around the room, looking at what other women are wearing and thinking, oh, okay, I'm safe. There's, there's no other women my man's going to be looking at. You know, guys, the, the, I actually learned this um, not from talking to other women growing up. It was actually my sisters. So um, I always, because I have my sister Wheatley and Courtney, when they would have a fight, Courtney and Wheatley would separate rooms and Courtney would walk up to me, me being the, the little brother that I am, the, the kind, loving one. Mm, um, they would talk to me about... Courtney would say what Wheatley did, right, about her taking her clothes. The most common thing was taking each other's clothes or shoes or whatnot. And then Courtney would walk out of the room and then Wheatley would come in, tell me a story. And the story would be completely different. It's almost like a, a, a miscommunication, but there's also a, one upping each other. Like she's wearing, she bought these shoes because I bought these shoes. It's almost like they're trying to compete with each other. And then yeah. we're, we're now into the outside world. And I started listening to other girls when I started developing friendships with other women. The same thing. Oh, she bought this purse because I bought this purse. She's trying to copy me. She's not original. She's just being a bitch. Yeah, that's oh. so that I've heard that all before. And it's like, I think I've been guilty of even saying <laughs> that. It's not even just a mating uh, strategy. It's 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 all you guys are competing with each other. And you're trying to be a little bit different to the next person. Yeah, so being like, original. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you think someone's copying you, it's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. They don't have their own. You know, style. And the thing is, you do agree, Georgia, that uh, like men, we lead with our cars and, and yeah, our watches. Yeah, so you guys do it, but in different yeah. ways. Yeah, it's but, not so much about looks. Yeah, but girls do it with their purses. With and their this shoes. is where it takes a circle. Mm. Because men don't, because they don't really need to, because us women aren't as visual as the men. Oh. So we can look deeper, and at the end of the day, we do want someone we're attracted to, but we want someone we can connect on an emotional level with um, and take us to places and, you know, all of that kind of stuff, which is why men don't need to lead as visually, and they do it with things like cars and money. But men are very visual, and they do like to be with the prettiest gal in the room. That's true. And yes. that's why women feel like, they have to be like that. Yeah. As well as it, I do think it's kind of like drilled into us as well. And, you know, there is a bit of it just wanting to look good. But I, I do believe that is why us women do it as well. So ultimately, Georgia agrees, is the mating strategy to, to one up each other because you want to get the best mate possible. Yeah, definitely. And I also feel like going back to pretty privilege, I feel like when you are an attractive girl you get more attention mm. and talking about it in a female way now it's a little bit different with the way men look at you but females if they see someone really attractive it is in them to try and find the thing that doesn't make them attractive and pinpoint well okay from a distance she looks really pretty but she has this on her she she has this bit of fat there and mm. they'll take strip every little bit down to pull you down yeah. and that is why i'm saying that sometimes being attractive that there are difficult sides to it as well because people do pick at you more yeah and try and find the bad parts of you rather than embrace the beautiful parts do you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. whereas if you are let's just be honest here if you are overweight uh, maybe not the most attractive person in the room uh, women build you up why can't you build up a beautiful woman up as well? Like, have do you, you noticed that? Do you, do, you mean, do you mean from what men should be building women up or should be women No, building... I'm talking about women and women here. Uh, I yeah, said that. Yeah, yeah. Like, if there is a lady that maybe struggles with her weight who's quite overweight or something, yeah. you'll see women commenting and saying how beautiful she is and building her up. Yeah. Whereas if you see a beautiful girl who works hard on her body image, you see more women bringing her down. This is, this is my observation in my life, listening to women and seeing the sisterhood and interact with each other. Again, this is why I'm talking with Georgia, so she can give me different 
perspective on things. Women can feel amazing one day and the next day they feel like crap. And for them to put down other women, it actually empowers them. Because if the easiest thing they can do, if they're feeling maybe bloated and they've had some maybe burrito last night <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I'm feeling fat, I look fat. But if then they see somebody who's actually fat woman and then she makes a slight m- remark and brings her down, actually makes her feel better about herself. Do you, Would you say that that is an opinion that could actually be truth behind that? Yeah, 100%. Um, I, think, <laughs> I think it's unfortunate that that happens. Mm. I think that's quite sad. And I think everyone should work hard to not have to bring someone down to make themselves feel better. Yeah. Um, but that is definitely a thing people do. That's why people get so caught up watching reality TV and Love Island. Because when you see the drama and you see people bickering and going through hard times, it makes you feel better about your life. Because yeah. not only do you think, oh, well, she's ugly, it makes me feel better about myself. Like, you can relate and think, okay, well, all people go through this. It's not just me. Yeah. yeah. Other people are on the same wavelength kind of thing. And, and then again, it comes down to it, guys, is when you... You put the work in, your physicality, you, you maybe you're, if you're a woman, you put your makeup on, you do your hair, you spend, it's crazy how much work you guys put in to look But yeah, towards. but this is what I'm saying, and this is where I wanna stop you, because this does my head in. Women have turned around to me before, <clears throat> and as have men, and said, are you one of those gals that has to do this to yourself, this? And I'm like, no, I actually don't. My hair is naturally straight, mm-hmm. I don't do anything to it. I just wear it down. You know, after I've washed it, it might look straighter. I don't really wear much makeup. So no, I haven't tried that hard. But men and women just assume you've spent hours to get ready. Yeah. Do you know, that's why we're talking about pretty privilege there. Mm. Straight away, you just said it there. It's kind of like known as a negative thing to look good sometimes. Like, or you've put, why did you need to put so much effort into looking good? One, what is wrong with putting in effort to look good if that's what you want to do? And two, sometimes people don't. Like, some people's hair is long and they don't need extensions. Or, you know, some people have really good skin and they don't need to wear foundation and this and that and that. Like, it's not always about someone's putting so much work to look good. Yeah. Some people are just born beautiful people yeah and the thing is you're just saying i understand that what she's trying to explain that don't assume if somebody's naturally <clears throat> with it and they don't need to actually apply anything to look like that don't assume but the thing is when i when i speak i actually what i've heard from girls like uh, girls like oh so what's your plans for the weekend oh i'm going out to get my hair straightened or i'm going to get my nails done and i'm like oh how long is it going to take and it's like oh it's going to take me about three hours. Yes. And you know what? <laughs> that, that is a lot of that. Yeah. And unfortunately, yeah, a lot of women do feel like they need to do a no, lot of stuff. It's admirable. I'm actually very impressed that what you guys are wanting to do. Now, again, you shouldn't be doing it to please a man. You, you should be doing it to feel sexy about yourself. And I understand that as well. But it's just, again, as a man, like when we think we hear that stuff, we're just like, like, Whoa. Yeah, but this is where I'm like, but you men go for those type of girls as well. Yeah, like, that's yeah. what you men want. And if you men want that, then that is what the woman needs to do. Yeah. Like, men are, I think, not seeing that clearly. In Like, I see men going for women that do put a lot of money into their hair, mm. eyelashes, yeah. Botox, lips, everything. Yeah. Um, and that's what men want, that's what they go for. But then on the other hand, they're saying how much money it's costing them and how much time they're putting into yeah. it. And it's like, you, but if that's what you want, that's what the woman needs to do. Yeah. So. Well, this is the thing, like, this is where I, where I step in as a man and I tell Georgia perspective from a man's side, we yes and we yes and no. There's actually a lot of guys who want the girl next door look. No, of course. Yeah. And I like I personally would I think I would like that myself, yeah. like if I was a male. But I'm say I'm talking about the men that do want that here. Yeah. I'm talking about the men that do want that. Mm. And then they're contradicting themselves by saying about the money, this, that and that. Yeah. So And if I if I was to speak up on women who feel like they've been pressured to look good for their man it's very superficial and that guy's very superficial as well. Definitely, but there are men out there that do that. But I was just also wanting to make my point clear that some women don't put in a lot of work, but a lot of women will judge them and be like, 
you put in so much effort to look this good, blah, 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 when that woman might not have. And also, if she did, because some women do spend a long time getting ready, what is so wrong with that? I think that's coming from a very judgmental, insecure place from the other part. Yeah, yeah. When so, it's coming from women. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I could speak on behalf of the men, we would say thank you, ladies, for looking good for us. For us, and if you're looking good for yourselves, and even more to you, as well, more power to you. Um, but it's just what I've heard from all the years. The amount of work that ladies have to do. It's and it can, I can see the anxiety building up when they talk about it. It's. Um, it's it's again, it's it's for a woman's life. I've never lived a woman's life. It sounds like a lot of pressure to perform when you walk outside. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I reckon we could make another episode on that because that is a whole other thing about the pressures, isn't it? As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Something I wanted to say, and then I just wanted to go into a few other points, um, was about do you know what me and you were discussing now when we were saying that pretty women walking around the unwanted attention they get and mm. how they actually that can create as far as stalkers yes i wanted to uh, touch upon that with you and then i just wanted to talk about because we spoke about some of the negative attention that comes from pretty privilege but i also want to talk about the fact that women with, uh, who are pretty also get things for free and you know all of all of that side as well because yeah. you know we can't sit here and cry mm. like there is benefits but let's talk about the unwanted attention first Yes. When a woman, a beautiful woman, is walking down the street and she is getting wolf whistled at, mm. why do men do that? Um, it's we're just being. There's men and boys, and they're being boys. They're being dicks, um, and it's more of where we're treating a woman like a piece of meat. Um, it's very, very superficial. It's uh, the thing is that I haven't done it. But I've seen women, guys do it to women, and women actually like it, like that tension. But it also depends on the guy, right? The guy is good looking, and he's like, hey, what's up, good looking? <laughs> what's cooking, good looking? And then she's like, before. she's like, oh, he, he, he. And she, she generally has a smile on her face, and she, she gets all feminine and girly. But then when a guy, he doesn't look good looking, <laughs> he does it. She's like, ew, get away from me, you creep. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, it's really hard to talk about, really, isn't it? It's harder than I thought because I find myself kind of talking about it from, like, my perspective. But you forget, like, there are maybe some women that do like the attention. Yeah. But the way I see that, and I did listen to a podcast on this, I've heard that the women that kind of have had attention since a young age and were kind of born naturally pretty, they kind of get sick of it and mm. it irritates them. And you're kind of like, oh, like it makes you cringe when men are wolf whistling. Yeah. But I've heard as well that women that maybe didn't really get attention when they were younger, but they're able to use things like hair extensions, getting lips done, eyelashes, and they've made themselves look prettier. I've heard they're the ones that like the attention. Yeah. So maybe it's stuff that they didn't get when they were younger, so they crave it as they get older yeah. and then enjoy it. Well, you know, interesting is I've actually met women who are married and they actually dress down, they dress in baggy clothes, they don't wear makeup because they know if they're dressed nice and they put on makeup, they get unnecessary attention and out of respect for their husband or their partner they don't do it because they know what's going to happen no uh, no no yeah. no that's not out of respect for your partner that's no that is ridiculous because you can still look nice you can't control how other people look at you well, that, I, I see no yeah. I see what you mean about if you're going out for an, to a nightclub there's different looks right mm. if you're gonna wear like a mini dress and you've got your boobs out I can understand as respect for your partner you wouldn't wear that yeah. but if you're just looking nice and getting attention that's out of your control that's true but do you agree that the, you, if you respect and love your partner you don't want to create temptation and you may love your per, your partner and you have one eyes for that person but all it takes is a fight or a bad couple of weeks or months with each other, and then maybe a couple of drinks and lower ambition, and then potentially that flirtation builds, and then potentially you could cheat. And I've, again, George, I've heard this from people who have been married. Or but that's a different issue if you can't dress nice because you're worried you're going to be tempted by the attention people are giving you. I think that's a different issue there. Yeah, this again, like <laughs> you can dress nice, 
But it, let's just say that there's a woman who's born naturally beautiful and she doesn't have to wear makeup to look beautiful. She puts up more makeup. She's going to get, do you agree she's going to get a lot more attention from well, guys? Well, uh, yeah, she's going to get more attention. Yeah, and I've seen, I've seen women who are just... But that's not in her control. So yeah. I think that's more coming from an insecure place of the partner if she can't put makeup on. No, but these, um, it, there's yeah. different extremes here. If yeah. she's going out and wearing little booty shorts and boobs out and this and that, yeah. Fair enough, okay, yeah. that's just that could be seen as disrespectful. But if it's just the incident that she can't put on some makeup. No, no, that's, a, you know, that's, that's what I'm saying. Some makeup is fine, but as you said, the boobs out. Yeah, but you didn't yeah. say that from the start. No, but they, 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 so let me clarify there's a, a spectrum of things. She knows if she dresses like that, or she puts on more makeup, or she, she dresses a certain way that she knows that girls idolize her and want to be her, and she knows she's going to get guys hitting on her as soon as she walks out the door she knows to, to avoid that temptation or to get that unwanted attention even if she's in a relationship she doesn't want tension from men like a lot of women go to gay clubs I've heard so they don't actually get hit on by guys because like again you said women who have been born pretty privileged or the whole life and they keep getting hit mm. on by guys. It's too much for them. They just want to be left Now alone. you're on to something, but you didn't say that at the start. You twisted your words then, because I think even you realised that's that sounded quite bad from a, a male that did make it... The way you said it at first yeah. was as if the man was insecure, and yeah. you said the woman wears baggy clothes to deliberately dress herself down. Now, yeah. that is a bit of an issue, I think. So when I was speaking, I, I thought I, maybe I didn't clarify wasn't speaking clearly, but I was speaking from a woman's perspective. Because again, I sp I've spoken to women who are married, who are long-term relationships, and why they ch choose not to, because again, they drop down gorgeous. They know they don't want to dress so much makeup, or they don't want to dress a certain way, because they don't want the temptation. No, I, I understand. It's like if you were going to the gym and you just wanted to get on with your workout, mm -hmm. you might wear something baggy so it doesn't show the tightness of your body, and because yeah. you don't want men looking at you, you just want to work out. Correct. Yeah. I definitely see that side of it, mm -hmm. but I think there was a line, and I think at first the way you were saying that, it, it sounded like the man was insecure mm -hmm. and didn't want the woman to look nice when she goes out, but from that other angle, yeah. definitely can see where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, and that's about knowing your partner, isn't it? And knowing what's healthy and what's toxic. And Yeah, and also understanding how the world works. And again, guys, I wish everyone was civil and, and, and chivalrous and polite. And there was like a certain etiquette behind society, but there are toxic people out there. There are pigs. And how you, when, how you walk out, how you look, people will always judge you based off that and they'll always perceive you as that, even though maybe you're not. Um, and it's just, again, how you look determines how people treat you and you just got to be aware of that as well. Yeah, definitely. I think I just wanted to quickly add to that is I just think things have got messy nowadays because I think like you can literally just be walking out in a pair of tight gym leggings because like I said that's pretty much all they make for women to wear in the gym mm. and men are going to judge you and think you're doing that just because you want to be looked at and you're like come on I'm wearing a pair of gym leggings like my legs are covered here yeah. so I do think men are you know thinking a bit OTT about that again Mm, wearing booty shorts, everything's out. I can kind of see why a man might start thinking like that, but they're thinking about that when a woman's bloody wearing leggings. Come on, like, train, you know, men. <laughs> well, lot lost change. It was uh, 19, 1930s, 40s, or 50s, around that period. Um, then it started changing after the 60s, where women could not wear, when they go to the beach, they're, uh, uh, they didn't have a bikini. They would have to wear something covering their legs. And there's actually a law, I believe, it, it went past the knee. They can be arrested because of it's too scandalous. Yeah, right. At school, we had to have our shoulders covered because apparently <laughs> that was too much. Like, what the hell? And I was waitressing and I would wear black leggings like all the other girls would. And I got told from my female manager, I wasn't allowed to wear black leggings anymore. This is the words because men were looking at my bum. And I thought, that is ridiculous. Yeah. That is coming from a female manager. Yeah. I am wearing black leggings with nothing revealed mm -hmm. and my black top, I'd look smart. Everyone else is wearing black leggings. Why have I not, why am I not allowed to wear them? I had to wear a pencil skirt from now on because she told me I couldn't wear them. And that was literally the uniform that people would wear. 
Crazy, crazy guys. It's a woman telling George. Not yeah, to I never yeah. will forget that. I just yeah. thought, really? I'd understand if, like, I didn't look smart and it wasn't the uniform, but it was literally the uniform I was wearing. Do you remember her name? I'm not going to call her out, but yes, I do. I'm going to call her Janice. Janice is not getting a Christmas Christmas card this year from Georgia. That, yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, I'm not like I'm not bad mouthing or anything, but I, I would even say to her now. I mean, I didn't know any better than I was 17, mm. but even now I would be like, come on, like, what yeah, come was on, that Janice. About, Janice, be better, Janice. <laughs> Yeah, so obviously we've spoke about some of the downfalls of pretty privilege and how it can make some women feel uncomfortable. Mm. I feel like I've got another question. I wanted to ask you a question. Yes, true. Um, when men, because we spoke about the how blinding beauty can be, mm. just sometimes when you're getting to know a man, sometimes do they genuinely think you're too good for them? And then they will well, not you, continue to make this work. you getting to know a man. When you're getting to know a man, yeah. a woman is getting to know yeah, a man, yeah, yeah. and the man thinks she's really beautiful, yeah. do they sometimes just cut it off because they're worried that woman is too good for them? I'm just asking this because it's a question that my friends have asked me and wondered, but obviously I'm not in a man's body, so yeah. I don't know. I was two things weird to think she's too good for us. So we worship her. Um, another thing is we also think that she, because she's too good for us, that she's sleeping with other guys. So that's actually a thing yeah, men think. Yeah, yeah, it's an insecurity within us, unfortunately. Um, yeah, it's just, again, ladies, if you're listening, you have no idea how powerful femininity is, how powerful beauty, beauty is. And then when we, we go on an amazing date and we connect and we're kissing and we're hugging and holding hands and all that stuff, and then the guy goes home and it's in our head, it's like, I bet she's gone off to sleep with another guy right now. <laughs> so that's legit. Yeah. And so would they sometimes go for a safer, I say, with my Yeah, fingers. this is a thing in the uh, thing with, with us guys we talk about, which is if you want a relationship and a steady relationship, just go for an ugly, uh, as, as, as disgusting as it is. I'm sorry, ladies, you get offended, but we date down look-wise, we just... No, because it, it makes us, we can sleep better at night. So genuinely, sometimes if a man and a woman has been on a really good date yep. and the woman doesn't hear from the man and she's confused, it could also be that she's not necessarily done anything wrong, but he could just be feeling a little bit insecure. Pretty much, he can't sleep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's really a thing. Yep. I'd love to go into that more, but I'm not going to drag that conversation on. Yeah, it's another conversation for another Exactly. Um, another little topic before we close, because honestly, guys, there's so much to talk about, so much to talk about. And I said to Noel, because I'm like, I feel quite strongly about this conversation because, you know, I've talked to a lot of females about this and it's been a real life situation for me and my friends. Yeah. I find it really hard to talk about. So I get a bit stumbled. I stumble over my words with this. So it's I don't got know. so many questions. So yeah, many like, I, don't, I, I hope it's still good content for you guys. Um, but something I just wanted to end on because we're kind of like I said, we've talked about some of the bad sides to pretty privilege. But also, <laughs> women do get a lot of free stuff. Yes, when they look good or don't, you don't even have to look really good. You can have a little flirt with a man at the garage when he's mm. fixing your car. Mm. And all of a sudden, you've got a free service. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Why do, why do men do that? Because it goes back to us giving, we, we give us, makes us feel good. So it's like, oh, I gave her um, free coffee. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, in our head, we're like, tee hee hee hee. We don't actually say it, but it's like, yeah, we, we made her smile. This is why, there's, a re, there's, a, there's a reason why guys, when I, I hear in social media, women's like, don't tell me to smile. When we see a woman smile, it lights us up like Christmas tree. We, that's part of your femininity. When we see a woman blinking her eyes, her eyelashes, and she's got that little sly smile in her mouth, we mm. just like, wow, <laughs> amazing. That is so funny. And we give something, guess what? You smile. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I, I don't know, I've come to realize, I think men really do make up their own little versions of things in their head. Yeah, true, yeah. So them giving a gal something, they think maybe it's a bit more than it was. Maybe to the woman it was just the coffee, but to that man, he's like thinking you're like, yeah, like married, yeah, you're gonna, planning that the That was wedding. our proposal. <laughs> will, like, you, will you make oh. me a happy man with this coffee? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So 
that is why men give. Mm. <laughs> it yeah. makes you feel good as well. Yeah, yeah. Even much. if you know you're not going to get anything more from well, the we, woman. We, we tend to lie to ourselves. It's, again, we create a narrative in the head. It's like, you know, if we keep giving something, we're going to get something back. Yeah, we did actually talk about this. You said it's like a transaction. Like yeah. when you're at a bar mm-hmm. and you buy a woman a drink, you expect then to get something from that woman, much, whether yeah. it's go back with her, get her number. Mm-hmm. So you also did tell me in the other podcast we didn't air that yeah. it's like a transaction. Yeah. The and, man. Yeah, and this, uh, again, uh, with the, the looks, we we feel like we're buying. Again, again it's, it's, it's toxic because we talk about toxic masculinity and toxic femininity. The toxic masculine part is more of ownership and by giving something... We expect something in return. By something in return, we expect you to be in return. We like again ownership. Something's mm-hmm. deep down evolutionary. People say it's a social, social construct. I disagree. It's just something inside men. I hear it from men. Even within me, I have to control it at times as well. Mm-hmm. It's just tied to being a male. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm gonna end it there because we could go on forever and ever. And I am really conscious of the fact that. I am struggling with this conversation to get my points across. Yes, and she, again, guys, the amount of preparation it takes for us to really grasp what we're going to talk about. It's difficult. It is difficult. We're still learning in time. It's like when I talk about this to Noel off the microphone, I can talk about it so well because I talk freely because I know no one's listening. But look, I still work. I'm still in front of people. I don't want me coming across the wrong way and saying things I don't want to get out there. So look, we're trying to find that balance. Um, So I hope that our stuff we put out is still good content. Yeah. Um, And we're working on it. Guys, thanks for listening to us. Thank you. And we'll talk soon. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you. And please, if you've listened this far, please go onto our Instagram page and give that a follow because we're putting up all our visual stuff as well. Yes, follow us or else. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, thank you. Bye. Goodbye.